Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. And today, let's get radical and tubular and yeah. cowabunga. All that stuff. Everything here. Oh, pizza. Delicious pizza. Storm drains in New York City. News reports and foot clans. Cavernous sewers. Well, there's storm drains. They're not sewers. They're they're in a sewer. That's a storm drain. <laughs> that is. A There's no poop. On... There's no poop to be found. It's a storm drain. I was. Drain. They're covered in poo gas. The turtles <laughs> gotta smell fucking rank Isn't that shit. like the fucking thing that we just gotta accept? Like, yeah, these guys are awesome, but my god, they smell like all kinds of fecal matter. The most and the fact that they kind. eat down there, their gut like. I wouldn't. Well, they take food. They're radioactive down. turtles. I mean, it's in the name. They are mutants. They're mostly cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Tumorous Newton Ninja Turtles. Yeah, as opposed to like, I just kept expecting like they fell into the radioactive waste, and then they'd look like that dude from RoboCop oh. who just fucking melted. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> when, when fucking Why? red ran him over, and he just exploded into a fucking. <laughs> Water balloon, yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. Like how the Toxic Avenger really would have turned out. Exactly, right? So yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, uh, yeah. 1990, directed by Steve Barron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, wildly successful for our, our boys at, yeah. at New Line. Yep. More more things that Freddy Krueger helped do. Exactly. I, I did think that when uh, <laughs> when the thing like came up, and I was just like, "Yeah, the house that Freddy built." Yeah. He, <laughs> he really should have just came out from under the screen and like, "Enjoy, bitch." That's all, bitch. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, they could have too. They really. Uh, yeah. So. Uh... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a mm-hmm. popular comic book series, though I think the animated show I, yeah, is really... Yeah, I think the animated series is what really cemented it as a pop culture touchstone of the late 80s and early 90s. I mean, the Turtle Mania, man, was it thing? Yeah, yeah. It's a, um, I've not read any of the comic books. Me neither. It's, it's something that I'm severely lacking in. I, got, I know most of the... I got a I got a vague idea of the turtle characters and the you know the extra villains and stuff like that. There's some that I remember more vividly than others, but I'm not. It's not something I'm well entrenched in the lore of. Yeah, I play a lot of those video games because that was like that was the thing. Uh, the video games for the turtles were always mm-hmm. top tier, at least when. Well, a lot of them were top tier. That's that uh, Nintendo game where you had to swim through the fucking uh, water with the the lightning seaweed to defuse bombs. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. F- <laughs> yeah, so, fuck that game. Yeah. Now the most that I remember, like the yeah that first cartoon show. Not that I was around for it, but reruns of it later when I was younger, and then uh, the other series is that they because they made numerous different series of you know it's a you know it's a property that's successful people love it yeah they met the power rangers Mm -hmm. met batman they met batman the that's happened they have a female turtle called venus de milo that they never talk about 
Oh yeah. Yeah, remember that one? The, no. the, new, the <laughs> like I completely don't That was remember. a live action show that oh. they made on yeah. Fox. Uh Fox Kids and then they they're like we need to spice up the formula. Let's give them a female turtle <laughs> named Venus de Milo. An extra turtle. Yeah. Yeah, let's you know. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, the characters that spring to mind, of course, are, like, Shredder, uh, Krang, fucking Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, yeah. We'll see one of those things. I mean, in, in, uh, in, the, in the future, though, in the Michael Bay movies, we'll see, we'll see Bebop and Rocksteady. Yep, and never seen those, so that'll be no. A... I, that's actually why I'm like, oh, that'll be neat. <laughs> like, that'll be an experience. Know. Yeah, I'll see. Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, of course. I yeah, I got a few extras because I had the toys and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I was, I was a little young, but I caught the tail end of it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So yeah, this was a, this was a, a trip. I remember not liking this movie as much when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. Well, and as we were saying in our little production call beforehand, you know, like the, our memories of this are much darker than the, what we, uh, <laughs> what we got because it, I mean, it, I will say, I think that's probably due to the cinematography because it's, it's a very dark looking movie. Yeah. It's very, it doesn't have a very bright color palette. And I I like it, but I'm also wondering if it that I wonder why they did that because I know that like the original comics they're kind of a bit not hardcore I don't think but they're a bit darker aren't they? Or well, they don't they're... have the originals don't have any color. Well, yeah, but they look yeah, just like... very intense. That's what I mean. Yeah, like Kevin Eastman, uh, who created the turtles, right? Had you know, well, Eastman look... and Laird. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, they look really intense. So I wonder if that was kind of the iconography that they were trying to uh, evoke with this one. Well, and uh, do we want to get, like, the big thing is that they're a send-up of Daredevil comics. Yep. yep. Um, awesome. Like that's it's great. That's kind of a thing, yeah. If you yeah. ever wonder why they're called the foot. It's it's <laughs> a joke. Yeah. <laughs> he fights the hand. Yeah. that That's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting watching this movie uh, mm. all the all so many years ago, like because it, it'd been it's probably been like twenty five years since I'd seen this, so yeah. I I'd remembered this, nothing. I've seen this half little bits and pieces, and somewhat fairly recently, but yeah, it was it was very much like oh, sitting down and actually watching the whole thing, which yeah, also probably almost twenty years since I've actually like sat down to watch it. Yeah, it was kind of like, wow, there's so much of this that I remember. And there, for me, there's like, wow, there's a lot of this I don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, let's just let's just dive right in and all those other podcast cliches. Yeah. That's what people love in the podcast. They love it when you say, let's just dive right in. Mm-hmm. Like we're on a submersive bowl of audio quality. Yeah, like... Well, because, you know, most people, they get to you and they're just like, you know what? I love the bants. Like, don't even talk about the thing of your podcast. Get into the banter. Oh, the bants. I had no idea what yeah. you were saying. Yeah, the good old bants. Get into the bants. Yeah. So uh, our movie is take, starts in New York mm-hmm. with uh, reporter April O'Neil yep. talking about the, the most devious of things 
ninja crime. <laughs> well, they're talking about this uh, crime wave. Uh, uh, this just in: crime happens in New York City, and it's an unusually what? high. It's an unusually high rate, and so uh, yeah, know, we and get to see uh, pickpockets. Mm -hmm, a network uh, of pickpockets. One one. One uh, wallet trades, like, five different hands until it reaches a ninja hand. And then, like, yeah, boosting all the stuff in the back of a truck. Mm -hmm. And all of this is really impressive, I have to say. But I also have to ask, why? You know, Shredder's goals are deep and mysterious. After... <laughs> like Shredder's goals are to have After... a cult? I guess. And when you, I don't know, you need... You need capital for your coffers in order to run your criminal organization. I don't really know why. Uh, I don't know infecting the youth. Of it's just like <laughs> you need a you need you need an army of street toughs. You know, yeah, because I'm just like I I don't know. When I was a kid, I just sort of accepted that this is Shredder and his evil plan is petty theft. I mean, when you break it down, it's just kind of well, sad. Well, I mean, he doesn't even have a plan. Like, that's the thing. It's There's no master plan. The turtles, basically, they basically just kind of cross paths. It's actually one of my biggest problems with this movie is, like, Shredder shows up. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. He kicks their ass, and then they don't even defeat him. I know. I, I don't <laughs> know. I felt, I, there was, I was, that was weird, because I was also like, oh, wow, that's... Yeah, that is what happened, isn't it? Because <laughs> I've watched the second one so much more, so I just accept that he's there, and he's just pissed at them. But this is the impetus of all of that rage, that they just, they happen to catch him in the, catch his people in the act of being uh, young go-about-recruits for the Foot Clan. And, yeah, just to, like... Yeah. And he just so he, happens he... to have the the connection and the origin with shredder and all that which is fine you know it's it's easy enough to accept because it is ninja turtles so i, sure. I can roll with it yeah i just was like it, for me it's just interesting especially coming from modern kind of superhero media mm. where there's stakes you know where it's I just like, like we got there weren't any <laughs> there aren't there are no stakes well shredder the turtle... i would say or not shredder splinter yeah, Splinter is the stakes. But, like, if the Ninja Turtles failed in their goal, they're just petty fucking thieves. Well, I mean, if the Ninja Turtles failed, Splinter would have been kaput. And we can't have that. That would have been devastating. That would have been worse than any plot to destroy the city. Yeah, I mean, they would have, like, boosted small televisions from old well, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the, well or, or just... Well, also, I guess that they're just being indoctrinated and trained into the Foot Clan, right? That is the other kind of thing that they uh, are able to... Well, not, they don't, because they don't really defeat the Foot Clan necessarily. No, they're they still there. But in this installment, they do stop the... Are able to get all the kids back to their parents, at least one kid. Yeah, and then Sam Rockwell has to... I don't know. Move don't on. Know. <laughs> go go about his day, you know. Eventually, raise to the ranks in order to oppose a Tony Stark. To go to the moon. Mm -hmm. Become a president and a spy. The, host the Gong Show. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. 
What else is Sam Rock? He was in so many things. He's in a then... ton of shit. Uh, he was in the assassination of uh, Jesse James by that coward Robert Ford. That Excellent. fucking bastard Robert Ford. That motherfucking son of a bitch, Robert Ford. It's the abridged. Great movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, yeah, the, the Foot Clan, like, uh, one of my favorites is they have this shot where a guy's like, yeah, use your boxes, mm-hmm. and then they side for it, and then the it's just an empty truck. He comes back, yeah, he's like delivering it, it, stuff, and then it's all just gone. Ninja crime. They did, yeah, they did a wonder, and it's ninja crime. They're so good at it. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, that's that's really impressive, but I would have just hijacked the truck. You're well, already ninjas. A, that's not being a ninja. <laughs> that's creating yes, so much is. noise. Yeah, it is. Kill the guy. You assassinated. No, no, no! You're gonna cause too much heat. That's fucking no. You just want you just want the you just want the mooch. You want the moolah. You want the then, product in order to I don't know fence it to crank. Aren't, aren't the <laughs> for no reason? It's they're gonna use it all to build the technodrome. <laughs> I just love the idea of Shredder going into a pawn shop trying to fence all this shit. Yeah. All right. Yes. This is a CD player. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. It fell off of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Shredder, Shredder. Uh, best I could do is $5. I think seven would be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like fucking... <laughs> It's a fucking TV with the <laughs> I Heart New York sticker on it. You stole it from an old lady. It's a 10-inch portable television. No one wants this. I mean, somebody will buy it. I mean, that old lady will buy it back. She needs to watch <laughs> April O'Neil on the news. Yeah, how's she going to be informed while she's sitting on the fire escape? <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, so they, yeah, the foot are there. They're full on. I mean, we could talk about it. They're just dressed like. <laughs> they're just like ninjas. I love it. It's so I, great. I know. Like, they don't shy away from it, which nope. is great. It's, it's that. Uh, the best. And there's a, there's a time period where they're just like, no, no, we got to go. For, I mean, we got to fucking go for well, it. That's also, what they look like. That's just. I think two is just. That's Ninja Turtles. You need them to eat. Like, fuck the reality of it. The reality of oh, it yeah. that they fight ninjas and it's just like, oh, I love it. Thank God that they do that. Yeah, no. I mean, they look, the foot look they great. really good. Yeah. Well, every, like, I would actually say everybody looks really good. Well, even the Turtles, uh, mm-hmm. Jim Henson yeah. company, and Brian Henson did the second unit directing. Yeah. So it was a. Do you yeah. know the Muppet Man? The Muppet Man? <laughs> the Muppet Man. He makes turtles. Yeah, so April O'Neil gets done with her report from mm. Channel 3, and she comes out in a fucking screaming yellow coat, and God I was like, hey, right. <laughs> there you yeah. go. You got it. And she's scared by thing. a rat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, honey, you live in New York. Yeah, those things are the size They're just like, I can't think of a more rat-filled place per capita. I don't know. I got nowhere right now. I mean, I I haven't really surveyed the rats. <laughs> you haven't surveyed the rats. You haven't you haven't taken a head count. Excuse me. Uh, how many are rat census? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll yes. mark that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking uh, things for Willard. 
Uh, anyway, uh, she gets uh, some fucking. Uh, well, she so, somebody's trying she, to rob her news van, right? Well, a bunch of street toughs led by Sam Rockwell, mm-hmm. the foot initiates, the yeah. toes, if you will, <laughs> the toenails, <laughs> the metacarpals, <laughs> and uh, this is like, hey, that's our news van, and they're like, get her. <laughs> Get a place! And then uh, a sigh hits a light, right? (sighs) (laughs) Turn off. (laughs) Yeah, a lot's a long, drawn-out sigh. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) (laughs) And and it breaks the lights, and then there's a scuffle, Mm -hmm. and then the dudes are tied up, and the the cops show up mm-hmm. in a stunning turn of events. Yeah. Like, who called them? <laughs> they just happened by, I suppose. And yeah. fucking, yeah, so April, you know, she gets her purse back, but she picks up, she's able to pick up the sigh. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> then... <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> What's going to be a recurring joke through the movies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, she steals the sigh, and uh, we find out it's uh, Raphael's. Mm-hmm. And he, he sees it, he's like, damn it! Son of a bitch! Because <laughs> the turtles curse! They do curse. Like PG every, cursing. Yeah, like every good young teenager would do. And uh, yeah, and then the, then the music starts. Yeah! It's celebration! Yeah! With the logo that has the trademark on it, mm-hmm. which is, I was like, that's Ninja Turtlers. <laughs> well, because it has like the little R. I was well, like, they do that all the like all the they all do that a lot of times. Though. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're in shadows, and then we get to see them, and mm-hmm. man, do they look good? They really do. Like they hold up really, really well. Uh, the only part that like doesn't is if there the are mouse. sometimes. Well, yeah, you can see it. So, like, if you pause sometimes, you can see a little Japanese man's eyes <laughs> through the mouth. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff on that pizza. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you can you can see that, and then the necks, because mm-hmm. that's where the, the yeah. seam is. Yeah. So they have really wrinkly necks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, though, they're incredibly... Uh, the. Uh, movability of the performers oh, and yeah, the yeah. suits is just incredible. And the fact that, yeah, like they still look so good is just a testament to the excellent work that Jim Henson could do. Uh, the only times where they, and, and then the other time too, is it during fights, mm-hmm. you can tell they kind of, they do very or, smart cinematography yeah. around the puppeteer because they can't do puppeteering of the face mm-hmm. while they're fighting. Yeah. You can tell. So, like, they'll have the same expression, but they do a very good job of cutting around it Mm -hmm. so that, like, I can tell because I'm paying attention because I want to see. But as a kid, you couldn't. Well, yeah, it's it's done so fast that you're just kind of enraptured on all of it. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of sparse on notes because I did get sucked in to the whole (laughs) whole movie. So, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we can can dive in to the turtles. We'll Mm -hmm. introduce uh, all of you. I, I don't know who don't know. Uh, yeah. There's Leonardo. Yep. He's the leader. Yep. He has the blue. Uh, and the dual katanas. Mm-hmm. 
made of glorious Nippon steel. Absolutely. You have uh, Raphael, as previously mentioned, with the red He's mask. got attitude. Lots of attitude. And he has, and he has his, uh, both of his size. <sighs> and then, uh, who else is there? Well, the Donatello. Yep. He's good with machines. Mm-hmm. Purple mask, very smart. And voiced by Corey Feldman. Yep. And then there's my favorite. My favorite, too. Michelangelo. (laughs) He's He's a party dude. He's awesome. He is the best (laughs) turtle. (laughs) He is my favorite turtle. I I don't want to hear anything else about it. Mm -hmm. Definitively, he has the two nunchucks, which are uh, the worst, actually, if you're thinking about it, but awesome. If you're Michelangelo, and he he has the orange mask, and he's great. He's a he is a fellow chucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. So they get back to uh, their sensei, is mm-hmm. a Splinter, who is a giant rat. Yep. Just roll with it. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> just, we just like, you're you're already you're already on the ride, so you're just gonna have to accept the things you start to see. So we got Ninja Turtles, and their sensei is a big rat. Who is, I think, also one of my favorite characters, at least in this movie. I love Splinter. Yeah, they do have a very nice emotional connection with him. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's, it's a tell. story about fathers and sons. I mean, that's kind of a theme that you see kind of throughout this movie. If you look at, and we'll get to him later, right? But you got the little orange-headed kid and his dad. And you have the sort of relationship Splinter had with his kind of adopted father, Yoshi. So fathers and sons is kind of a theme throughout this movie well, and uh tatsu is like a kind of an abusive father because mm-hmm. like well yeah, yeah that's they... kind of a warped version the foot clan is like a warped version of the of a family it's like a club foot yeah uh the club <laughs> foot. yeah the club foot clan yeah it's, yeah fathers and sons as a as a, an apt theme and yeah splinter is really just get kind of teaching them more about like that they're very good with the the whole martial arts and the mm-hmm. sneaking, but they got to get better with the mind. Yeah, they haven't yet. Like they, yes, they have mastered. Yeah, the physicality of ninjahood, but they have yet to really understand the art of the ninja. And he yeah, also brings it, up the fact that at some point, you guys are gonna like, I'm not gonna be around. You know, you guys are gonna have to figure this shit out for yourselves, really. And uh, yeah, and uh, one of the things that. I really caught maybe because he is my favorite turtle, but Michelangelo just honestly all the time dodges mm-hmm. that reality. Oh yeah, and the one who hits most is uh, Leonardo. Yeah, well, and and Mikey like when he's given that he's ordering a pizza, mm-hmm. and like even later on when they like when Donatello asks him if he listened to anything, he doesn't even answer the question. He just yeah. talks about the pizza guy. It right. is a it is a truth that he. Doesn't want to deal with. But doesn't want to face. No, it's like, it's absolutely like, fuck that. And yeah, well, especially later on, like, you can tell, like, he's the heart of the group. Um, But yeah, you can tell that he's the the heart of the group, because when they're all gathered around the fire, uh, and they uh, have a dream vision of Splinter later, Michelangelo is the only one that's crying. Yeah. Like, he, you know, yeah, I don't know, I related with that a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, Especially, I mean, like you gotta remember, they're fifteen. Yeah, they're yeah. not very old. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, so this is uh, it's an important uh, 
important reality that I mean everybody has to face someday, but for for them it's they all each have different reactions to the idea of it, and they're all very character appropriate. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, and you know they're turtles, so they're gonna live for fucking ever. They're practically immortal. Yeah, <laughs> like if you think about it, like man, they're gonna live well into the hundred and fifties. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, they uh, have a celebrate. Mikey has orders a celebratory pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, ten minutes or less, dude. And they all dance to tequila. Yep. So they cap it off. Well, except for Raph. He has to go see uh, Critters mm-hmm. uh, in a trench coat and hat like he's well, Ben Grimm. Like, yeah, like he's Ben Grimm. But he also, I mean, he he's like the only one who actually wants to go be part of the outside, really, when you think about it. Like, he kind of separates himself in order to, like, I'm going to go see a movie. You know, I'm actually going to go walk around amongst people. It's New York. Nobody gives a shit. Well, yeah, but, I, you yeah. know. It's yeah, the, you know, he wants to uh, kind of get out of the get out of the storm drain, as it were. Yeah. Well, and Mikey waits for the the pizza guy, um, but yeah, and said dodges the question from Donatello, and they mm-hmm. he gets an authentic New York slice. Damn right, Domino's. <laughs> Just well, the best deliver. pizza place in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the because you know pizza famously devoid of new york city they just can't find a place so you have to go to a big chain like domino's (laughs) and pay ten dollars for your pizza well 13 but he's two minutes late well forgiveness is divine but never pay for overpay for late pizza dude yeah (laughs) totally and i was like I did the calculations because I was like, man, $10, that's really cheap. And then, uh, no, actually, it was like $23. Yeah. So I was like, that's about right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm weird like that when I see old prices. Oh, no. Like, I mean, lots of people do that, though. Like, I'm the guy in Pulp Fiction who's just like, what the fuck is he talking about? $5 for a milkshake is a steal. <laughs> yeah. But $19.95? <laughs> it's, it's just like, yeah, it's like, that's a fuck ton. To, it's, it's, that's inflation for you. It's gone from it being like, man, that's a, that's an expensive milkshake, too. What the fuck's he complaining about? It's $5. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, they get Domino's, and uh, some of it lands on Splinter's head. Mm-hmm. Kids. And kids. What do I do with these keys? <laughs> How do I reach these keys? <laughs> uh, yeah, rough. Uh, watches critters because mm-hmm. that's—I don't know why that detail sticks out in my head. But I was like, <laughs> like what a weird thing to go do. Well, it was on. Yeah, um, and he stops a purse snatching by the uh, lesser foot. They need yeah. to go to a podiatrist. <laughs> yeah. They'll never, like, they're not really fully developed feet. Baby feet. <laughs> yeah. Aw. And, yeah, they, uh, Rav trips him and then uh, throws him, what, into a... Into park? a wooded area? I think Hopefully right Central park? park? It may be. Um, but, yeah, he starts yeah, giving them the business and then uh, run into Casey Jones. Better watch your speed. Yeah. Yeah, Casey Jones is sick. I fucking love Casey Jones. He's awesome. He is a lot of he. I forgot. Like man, that 
Elias Cotias plays Casey Jones, and like that, man, he just fits. Like he plays him so well. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is. Looks the part too. Has that awesome mm-hmm. fucking hockey mask. Oh yeah, he looks like a hockey hooligan who's gone into yeah. vigilanteism. Yeah, As they New York do. City's gone mad and uh, casey jones has decided that the only way that he can stop it is through sports themed vigilantism no it's like he's like the reverse sports master but i love it like, and, i mean later on he gets his ass kicked until he gets his hand on golf clubs he's just useless without sports equipment i know he is like sports master just <laughs> the reverse that was like, like yeah, I thought the same thing where I was like, Jesus Christ, you're like Lawrence Croc. <laughs> he lives the gimmick. Yeah. But yes, uh, um, Casey and uh, Raphael have a misunderstanding that ends in a fight. Mm-hmm. That uh, I'd say that Casey wins. Yes, I would too. Casey is able to. Well, and I like that too because it shows. Uh, like it, well, With it shows how Jose Canseco bat. Yeah, tell him you didn't pay money for that, and uh, it shows how good Casey is, just like without any kind of ninja skills, just good on his own, and also kind of, uh, I don't know. I was wondering if it was kind of like uh, shows like they're so much better when they're working together, you know, like one on one they're pretty good, but together they're much more effective. Yeah, I mean they say that, but like. But when Early they out in this Shredder, movie, like they don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's what I was like when they get to Shredder. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is because I, you know, my memory's really hazy. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in a while. I was like, well, maybe they just learned the power of teamwork, and then they, because no. they try individually. Well, let's run at him one at a time, and then they get their asses kicked one at a time. And I was like, this seems like a really good lesson about the power of teamwork mm-hmm. and working as. Bre- no. No. That's not the lesson. The lesson is that you get your ass kicked, you got to bring your dad in. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes your dad has to solve your problems for you. <laughs> sometimes your dad just has to throw sometimes. a man off a roof. <laughs> I remember when dad did that for me once. <laughs> yeah. And then and then a sports-themed vigilante has to murder a man with a dump truck. I mean, he deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, look at this bastard with his petty crime. Yeah. Time to crush him in one of the worst ways I could think to kill a man. Fuck him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, oops. <laughs> You're being pretty nonchalant about your second-degree murder there, Casey. I mean, listen, he was indoctrinating children and leading them into, and leading them into consumer crime, Devin. <laughs> a death sentence is the only thing that is appropriate. <laughs> Yeah, at our capitalist society, <laughs> we have to uphold the value of our stuff. We have to. We can't lose our stuff. He's going to use Did it she's... to bring about that testicle called Krang. He was he was going to corrupt the children. They had cigars and skateboards and <laughs> uh, pinball I mean, to machines. Be fair, he was cor- he literally was corrupting the children. They had skateboards they were living rad and listening to the hip-hop music chain smoking cigars and hanging out with weapons and you know and and eventually being indoctrinated into the full-on food clan i mean weren't they orphans anyway no they were like from you know all over the city like that was kind of i think they mentioned all the news like that they were all over the boroughs yeah you know all the Un, you know, unwashed, unwanted fucking street toughs that they could find, like that Danny Man, kid. 
Gangs of New York really took a fucking turn, huh? <laughs> it really did. <laughs> it's just like, it's like went I, from build a butcher to shredder. I know, fuck it. I don't see a dead <laughs> rabbit anywhere. Again. No sign of Hellcat, Maggie. Uh, so, yes. Uh, uh, he, Raphael comes back because he, he's still upset. He's He's been trying also to find a sigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> and... Uh, and uh, Splinter tells him, you know, you're the only one that tries to deal with your anger alone. Mm-hmm. Everyone else tries to deal with it as a group. You got to learn to let everybody, you know, let some people in, dog. Yeah. Because that's what he's, he talks like that. He talks like that, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about his, uh, his Master Yoshi and how he used to sacrifice Master Yoshi to get over really bad jumps. <laughs> I knew you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> His master Yoshi used to eat things and poop eggs. (laughs) Best shadow warrior in all of Japan. (laughs) Couldn't go into castles, though. No. no, That's the one thing he just wouldn't do. Hung out with a plumber. Very weird man. (laughs) (laughs) More of a dinosaur. Uh, so meanwhile at april o'neill's apartment the next day mm-hmm. her boss is there you know at first because they didn't establish anything i was like does her boss live there yeah i like, was wondering the same thing too but i guess he just stopped by while he was taking his kid to school to he, talk to april yeah i need to somebody needs to talk to april about her work-life balance because i would well, not he's, have he's talking to her about getting mugged outside of the uh the tv station yeah so like, I mean, it's kind of appropriate. Like you know, he's ba- he tells her like you're gonna have a uh, escort from you know your the thing to your car or whatever and all that stuff. So you know that's fair. Yeah, and but Danny yeah, they steals didn't, they didn't establish- twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Danny's a little ginger boy, and yeah. he's important to this plot. He is deadly important. <laughs> uh, what else do we know about Danny? Uh, he has attitude. Yep, he's got some tood. Uh, he he sometimes he wears that bandana thing, uh, turncoat little son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, uh, a craven, duplicitous bastard that never gets his. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, Danny. Re- I mean, he redeems himself by the end. He uh, gives back the twenty dollars. Well, and he saves Splinter. That he does. He does uh, save Splinter and and stop uh, all the other dudes from attacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they bring up the the shredder. Like he he shows up um, cuz there's a report, right? Yeah, there's a she's talking to the police commissioner mm. and then she drops some like he's the police chief, right? Yeah. And he's like uh what about these reports that all of these petty crimes are being done by a secret Japanese organization? And he responds with the correct amount of what the hell are you <laughs> even talking, talking about? Yeah. He's like, people are saying this is exactly similar to the consumer crime that was happening in Japan during the Tojo period or whatever. And he's like, that is insane. Yeah, that's absolutely not that. Get yeah. out of my office. And is and he then, in the is he in the back pocket of the foot clan? I kinda got that, but that's then what he I doesn't was get but yeah, he doesn't seem to 
he's entirely nonplussed about the crushing of a shredder and the sudden reveal of all of these mass orphans. No, nonplussed is confused. He was not confused. That would be like he'd show up and he'd be like, what the fuck is he doing? He kind of did, a man. though. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck is going on here? I think what the movie's trying to tell me is that he's corrupt and he's willing to uh, or is coerce. He just, or is he just uh, because he's, the criminals are making the cops look bad? That's That's the impression that I got was that the cops didn't want to look like they're inept because they can't stop petty crime. So instead, he's just going to uh, try to intimidate the news station. So, you know, cheerful guy. Because, yeah, (laughs) April O'Neil's boss has no journalistic integrity whatsoever and folds like a cheap fucking suit. He does, but I... I, he's fine. It's all not the chief. I mean the the Charles Pennington. He's fine. Um, yeah, he's in charge of the TV station. TV station. Yeah. Days and our nights. And... Well, because like the he strong arms him with uh, the police chief uses uh, whatever Danny's criminal record against the dude for whatever kind of thing. So again, the that theme of fathers and sons because their relationship is also a bit strained that we get to see. Hmm. So uh, April then, because Shredder shows up with his big wall of TVs mm-hmm. and is watching on the TVs. Yeah. Plural. Because they can't steal a bigger TV, you well, see. No. you got to have a bunch of little ones. Then you look like Ozymandias at the end of Watchmen. Yeah. There you go. And he's just like, you know, in shadow. He's like, we got to gotta stop her. She's exposing our ridiculous operation. <laughs> fucking, or whatever the fuck we're doing here business well doesn't he first he he initiates someone isn't that what happens first um maybe i i think the first time we see shredder is later on because like after when he's like you're all my family and tatsu's there and like tatsu like awkwardly like takes his robe through his like gauntlets and stuff yeah Yeah. we don't see shredder till way late like they don't do a lot with him, to be honest. That's right. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, I got confused there. Yeah, because yeah, he does send people to fucking shut April up. Yeah, like we got it, and then they go to the subway, and a bunch of ninjas mm-hmm. on the subway. Well, of course. Uh, well, on the subway platform, they're not on a subway. <laughs> no, that, that would be would, silly. They'd be bad ninjas then. Yeah. <laughs> this thing. They show up and they're like, "Yeah, you're talking too much, Miss O'Neill." The Shredder sends a slap. <laughs> They're very flamboyant, the foot. <laughs> it really was. He holds out his hand and then slap. <laughs> stop talking. Well, that is our response, Miss O'Neill. Yeah, you might as well stop. just take it off a glove and you know, slap her and ask her for a duel. Like... And, uh, yeah, Raphael uh, was following her because, yeah, the turtles were watching. And then he's just like, I got to go get my side back. Yeah. <sighs> uh... It's like Shawn Michaels' smile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so he tracks her down, and then he single-handedly trips all of these feet. Mm-hmm. There's just two left foots and then one right foot. <laughs> and he takes them out. Yep. And then uh, April uh, has passed out or fainted or something in the attack, and so he carries her through the subway into the sewers 
and covers her in the poo gas and then puts <laughs> her on the couch. Somehow is not woken up by the phenomenal stench of the New York sewer system. It's uh, just rats way. and pizzas and turtle <laughs> shit. And poop. So much poop. Just lots of poop. <laughs> so much on the walls, the, on the floors, in the air particles. The Just the whole place oh, is man. just it covered is, in dysentery. It is like Satan's sphincter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the uh, ref makes the save, and then, yeah, he puts her on the couch, and they're all freaking out because they're just like, you know, why'd you bring her here? And he's like, it would have been great for the decor. I thought we needed a TV reporter. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, she wakes up. And then, yeah, I do like the bit when she screams. They all just start screaming. Yeah, they freak out. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Because they're all very goofy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Raph was also uh, traced uh, back. The foot Mm. followed him. Yeah, the one guy was able to hold his breath long enough to sneak, to look just mm-hmm. right through the door, really. Well, I mean, it can't be that good of a door. It's in the middle of a sewer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, then we learn the origins of, uh, well, Splinter uh, decides to talk to April, and we get the origin of Toidles and Splinter himself a bit. Yeah, so Splinter was a pet rat to a martial arts master and he would watch and he would be like so hyped that he had to imitate the movements. He was already then, an incredibly intelligent rat beforehand. I mean, that's why he was a pet. <laughs> then he moved from Japan to New York and his master was killed. And then he went into the sewer uh, where he had to survive. Then he found four baby turtles. Yes. Then all of them got irradiated by nuclear waste. Yes. Then all of them grew into horrible nightmare creatures. Oh, my God. Yep, and they decided to use their talents to fight crime. Well, they waited 15 years. Well, they, then they, you know, yeah, they had to train. They, they, yeah. And to learn how to be ninjas. You know. They had the Teenage well, of the Mutant part covered, as well as the turtle bed. They had to learn to be ninjas. Yeah, and then so he, he took them in and raised them as his own. And mm. uh, How do they get money? What do you mean, how do they give them money? The turtles. They paid for pizza. How do they do that? I don't know. Fucking uh, dollars drop here, things drop there. I mean, it's New York City. I'm sure that there are ways that money falls just in the crevices and cracks or whatever. Also, maybe they steal some of it. I could buy that, too. Oh, my God. They've become the petty criminals. Well, you know, you need to buy pizza more justified than just stealing shit to steal shit gotta eat yeah but yeah we get that ooze screen Mm -hmm. it's tcri we'll get back to them later put a pin on that (laughs) um yeah so then they're like oh let's take april back home she lives up uh on Bleecker Street, next to Doctor Fucking Strange, I yeah, suppose. So she, so she lives in a very weird version of Greenwich Village. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, not on Bleecker. Mm-hmm. The well, only that... thing that I know is on Bleecker is the Sanctum Sanctorum. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, she lives above an antique store, and she brings. So the only thing I have is frozen pizza, and they're in. Yeah, they are on board. And then That's they, all they know, eat. Well, yeah, all they eat is pizza. So they're incredibly backed up. <laughs> yeah, they're mutant turtles. Their physiology is com- 
is entirely adapted to pizza consumption. Now, if they tried to eat, like, actual turtle food, they'd be fucked. They'd go mm. into, like, some sort of anaphylactic shock and explode. Um, so, yeah, the, they uh, do that. But while they're gone, the foot attack the the home base of the turtles. Mm-hmm. And they kidnap Splinter. Which he will, where he will remain for the majority of the movie. Yeah, he is. He is hella kidnapped. That is the whole the whole thing. And mm-hmm. Raph finds that just the yeah, log scream from him. Yeah. It's like, man, that really. Well, also, you got to imagine, like, first time anything like that's happened. And again, they're 15. So, yeah. Like, this is. Uh, and af- especially after having that conversation where they're like, you know, I won't be around forever. Yeah, terrifying. And then we get to see, like, a, a seedy and moral version of a Dave and Buster's that is the Foot Clan headquarters. Yes. Yeah. I was like, wow. It's like where a kid could be a kid. It's like, <laughs> it's like the 90s of, or 1990 New York City. Have, uh, regular menthol on tap. Uh, <laughs> on tap? <laughs> on the tap. cigarettes are on tap? It's on tap. That's <laughs> what, what a shitty tap. <laughs> I know. And they're not, it's it just... part of the indoctrination process. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, they're indoctrinated. <laughs> they are. Uh, they literally yeah. are, though, because they're fucking, like, they're, like, brought in young. They're like, oh, no, we are your family. Shredder is your father. Listen to him because he is your father. Die for Shredder. So yeah, they are indoctrinated into becoming uh, warriors. I just say they, you know, really. It's not like they hung out next to a Reaper and fucking, you know. Yeah, I, you know, they get all the benefits. They get to play narc. They get to skateboard and play poker. Playing poker and smoking cigars was all I wanted to do when I was thirteen. Yeah, but after that, they have like. It seems that they, you know, slowly recruit them into, yeah, you're going to start beating the shit out of each other. And then the ones who are capable, you know, rise up. And become. Like a cult. <laughs> they rise up and they become at least 12 inches. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have any uh, apples or bananas or if there's any other fruit by the foot. <laughs> ha. So uh, what uh, what else is happening? Yeah, the foot training is happening, and then this is where we see yeah, this is where he gets the shredder, and uh, yeah, he's got his own. He's got a guy named Tatsu, who's like a second in command, and he he deal. He's on cape duty because the cape is being caught on his fucking spiky pauldrons. Yep. There's there's something about the look of Shredder that I absolutely love, but now looking back on it, I'm just like, man, he is. Wow, that's a little much. I mean, it's Shredder. It's always going to be a little. Much, uh, it's though. a, t- yeah. Well, it's mostly just like the shirt, which is a very shiny, like silvery well, material. Yeah, he looks like. I mean, the 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 actual like the red bits of his outfit. He kind of looks like he's like in the '60s Star Trek for something. But the actual like knives and stuff all look great. Sounds great too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he so he comes out, and this is a big initiation ceremony because somebody is like finally ready to put on the mask and get the whole headband deal. And then he's like, you know, the the world outside doesn't want you. You're all outcast motherfuckers and pieces of shit. I love you. I am the one who will lead you to consumer crime, which will lead to a nebulous end goal of whatever the fuck, you know. 
So, because even we this love is nebulous like, goals. Yeah, that's exactly what we're aiming for. And again, it again you bring up the the theme of fathers and sons in a sort of way, and family too, because it's like Casey uh, Casey argues with Sam Rockwell at the end, like this isn't a family, you fucking goofs. You know. Well, I mean, he doesn't really. He just says it repeatedly, and then they all just look very sad. Yeah. And they're just like, oh man, that sportsman is right. I mean, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, where were? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, because yeah, the uh, he's like talking about <clears throat> the fucking consumer crime, and then Danny comes out, and I think he reveals the location of. Uh, well, because the turtles camped out at the place, and he saw them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because Treader had also said that their war is now against these mutants. Yeah, and Danny's yeah. like. I saw mutants. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Daddy Shredder. And, uh, yeah, and basically Shredder's whole beef with the turtles is based around that they fight like Yoshi. And that pisses him off. That they... Those tongues, <laughs> long tongue motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that they, you know, somebody is uh, fighting in the style of a Master Yoshi. So that is the... That is Shredder's Their down B is amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. Okay. I don't have any. I, I never played Super Mario. I have no jokes here. So you can make as many as you want. I may not. <laughs> under, I might not understand them, but you, you are absolutely a free reign. <laughs> uh, I just do what I can to amuse myself. Uh, yeah. So April's uh, on TV because they need to get leads so that they can find Splinter. Mm hmm. So they're they're her apartment, just chilling and watching April sound like a fucking crazy person being interviewed on her TV station. <laughs> Again, she reiterates what she was saying to the chief before that uh, a lot of people have come forward. These uh, consumer crimes are extraordinarily similar to some that happened uh, in Japan many years ago. And yeah, that's essentially they decide to air it. Yeah, well, of course they do. And, yeah, because like this is our top reporter. Yeah. This is April O'Neil, Channel 3. People are going to drop fucking Channel 4. Fuck Channel 4. Channel 3 all the way. Channel 3 is better. They're prime. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. That's the idea of her just, like, talking about, yeah, this is a secret society. Some mm -hmm. Japanese immigrants told me all about it. <laughs> I know. It, just, it is like, really like, what are you doing, April? But, at the, you know, it's fine. Well, I mean, like, yeah, in the context of everything, but I just like, if you just listen to it, like if it was on the news, you'd just be like, who is this crazy woman that they decided <laughs> to interview? What are they talking about? I didn't know Channel 3 was public access. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. Um... Bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pulitzers. Yep. Who, who, fuck a Peabody. Who needs one? Uh... Uh, so Leo and, and uh, Raph fight. Mm-hmm. As they so often do. Yes. And uh, Raphael just goes up on the roof to do stuff. Well, I guess he just goes to blow off some steam. Because he mentioned, like, uh, I think Donatello mentions that to April later, where it's like, oh, Raph does that all the time. He just needs to just go be away He just needs to go do cartwheels, yeah, jump well, up yeah. and down. Because, was... yeah, Casey also spots him in coincidences of coincidences. Mm -hmm. It just so happened to be on the adjoining... Not the adjoining, but the nearby rooftop. 
And he's just like, is through. that a turtle man? Is that a... I think I recognize that turtle man, which is not a sentence I thought I'd be saying before 11 o'clock in the morning. Hmm. PCP is hitting really strong today. (laughs) (laughs) Today. (laughs) (laughs) Must have come with something different. Wow. (laughs) I need to stop sniffing glue. I bet Calvinate to stop snipping glow. Anyway. Because, uh, I mean, guy goes out in a hockey mask. <laughs> yeah. Beats people beats... up with cricket bats and shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying drugs not off the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he is a hockey I don't man. run around in hockey pads. <laughs> but Casey Jones does. Uh, it's conceivable <laughs> they could have met. I'm surprised, uh, you know, if I, if I ever did that, I, w- I would have that line. I'd have Batman say to Casey Jones that he doesn't run around on hockey pads. I wonder if they did when they did the comic book uh, stuff. I could totally see them putting in a putting in a. Line. Yeah, I mean, I'm a hack writer, so I can see someone else doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the ninjas appear on the roof. What yeah. a great day it is! <laughs> like average day in New York City, the ninjas have appeared on the roof. <laughs> More at eleven. <laughs> Be sure to watch Channel Three News. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, so they sneak up on him, and Raphael holds his own against like like forty ninjas. waves. Like that's a shitload of ninjas. For conceivably a long time, too. Because mm-hmm. April shows up. She's just like, where's Raph? And like, oh, he's, he's just up on the roof. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, well, let's go to this antique store that I keep closed the majority of the time. Well, but the, it reminds me of my dad. Yeah, it would be really I, sad if anything happened to exactly, it. Exactly. It's got burned to the ground, by the way. Um, yeah, because I guess it was owned by her father. Um, and, we get yeah. just the... That just a kiss of characterization from April O'Neil. Just a, I mean, we get we get enough. I mean, it's not really, you know, not really. She's her not story. important. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like she is the like she is important in the stuff that she you know like she brings the the gets the turtles out of the city and so on and so forth and things like that. But it, I mean, it's not her story. So it's like Casey Jones. It's like we don't we don't ha- we have an hour and 30 minutes we don't have time to devote to everybody you know yeah casey jones just is all right he yeah. used to play in the majors now and then he, he doesn't. just decided after like what an elbow injury to fucking yeah this <laughs> is my job now yeah well you get injured from the major leagues better go vigilante as they all did um mm-hmm. yeah so like but a long time passes because they have a whole thing inside of a inside the antique store where they fuck around with antiques and like crash mm-hmm. symbols and yeah it's like a great juxtaposition because they're all having fun and a great time ralph is getting the shit beat out of them mm-hmm. and, uh, and they finally like they come back up and like oh man well i'm sure he'll come up from the ceiling or whatever yeah, and he crashes sure, yeah, through something like that yeah he crashes through and then uh yeah the all the foot decides to kick the turtle's ah. asses kick down the door they say and yeah they they all swarm in and then we have a nunchuck dance off (laughs) that was awesome yeah a fellow chucker uh i love you michelangelo you're the the best best. you're my boy (laughs) you're my boy uh and yes a battle ensues where they uh fight in april poor april's apartment Mm mm-hmm 
And then they all decide that this battle's going poorly, so they start handing out axes. Someone was on axe duty. <laughs> well, not the turtles, the foot. The foot decides that, uh, that somebody had axes in the van. Axes so. to grind. <laughs> they stole them, yeah. I suppose. And maybe that's what the, the fucking petty crime goes to. They buy Mollinger shit. <laughs> It'll cut. It'll kill. This is my plan. We will forge axes out of circuitry. Huh. You could buy right. guns, Shredder. That's not the way of the ninja. Yeah. So then it's just like, uh, they had like uh, Billy, the littlest foot, and he had to carry the fucking axes <laughs> to the fucking apartment. So oh, they start handing Billy. them out. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy. There you go. And then they hand them out. And then they start chopping the floor down. Mm-hmm. Well, they try chopping Michelangelo yeah, down. Yeah, but he keeps, he keeps bobbing and weaving, and he keeps making fun of him. And then just this, everything, shit's going downhill fast for everybody in this fight. Yeah, well, then the floor goes loose, so they end up in the antique store. Mm-hmm. And it's really cramped and claustrophobic, and there's just feet everywhere. Yeah. It is like a creepy man convention. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Casey Jones joins the fray. Um, and, and then, yeah, the foot start a fire with mm. their axes because they hit um, the Same. phone or the power yeah. cable and it sparks and it hits uh, April's father's, like, burned rag collection, like the oily rags that he keeps. <laughs> yeah, his oily rag collection. Kept him <laughs> tucked everywhere in that building. My it, was like an, it was more like a hoarder than a collection. It's my antique oily rags. You see here, Next. April, I stuff them in the water, so if this place ever goes up, it'll be like a Roman candle. Yeah, April, if you ever just decide that you've had enough of this place, you can just set it all down, burn just it what? to the fucking ground. Slightest flame, this place will go up and smoke. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a fucking tinderbox. <laughs> this place is a death trap, April. And sure enough, it is. It just catches on fucking fire in the way that brick buildings do. Mm. And uh, don't worry, though. They have a secret passage to the basement, to which I ever thought, I don't know if that's the best place to go in a fire. Well, you gotta act fast, so. Yeah, you know, tunnel deep below the fire. Casey covers them. Yeah, because they as they carry a wounded Raphael out, yep. and they all escape to the country. <laughs> yep, in a hippie van to the country. To, I guess, April's family farm. Yeah, April must come for money or something. They have a family farm and an antique store. These well, people are loaded. <laughs> loaded in the sense that they're both dilapidated buildings. I mean... <laughs> loaded property <laughs> management that's where it's at they're not making any more land that's uh, true lex anyway um, also the, uh, april got fired and her yeah. apartment caught a fire yeah because they're like the the chief of police was gonna really throw the hammer down on danny so it's it's a whole thing because mm-hmm. the cops can just intimidate the press i would just run with that as my main story but i'm not a newsie and also, not relevant to the plot, so... No, I know. J. Jonah Jameson wouldn't stand for this shit. No, he wouldn't. He would have fucking called foul, and he would might probably would have punched somebody, but anyway. Um, yeah, so they go to the O'Neill family farm. Uh, what else happens? Splinter talks to Danny. 
uh, well, and Shredder tries to interrogate him. Mm-hmm. Just like, who the hell are you? Why are you here? Yeah, how, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I'll have you know we murdered four turtles, and I'm going <laughs> to dine on giant turtle soup. <laughs> it's going to be delicious. And like, that's, wow, they're sentient. That's kind of fucked. I mean... <laughs> He's a fucking psychopath. He's like that's that's in Shredder's uh that's Shredder though. Yeah, he's just like that. Tatsu goes fucking ballistic. He just yeah. starts like yeah, he he just like he doesn't even get like talked down to. He's just so upset. Yeah, he, that he just, just starts, starts breaking the shit, shit. Out of stuff and beating the the, the shit out of people? Like, yeah. they're just like, Master Tatsu, what's wrong? And he's just like, fucking yeets them into lockers. Yeah, and, like... and then, like, one one unfortunate bastard, like, puts his hand on Tatsu's shoulder, and then Tatsu just fucking just beats the fuck out of that poor kid. And I, I was reading up, apparently in the, in the script, that kid actually dies. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, that... Hmm. Yeah, and then yes, Danny talks to to Splinter, and they they connect, mm-hmm. and he, Splinter's like, you know, all fathers love their children. I'm like, that's pretty naive, Splinter. Well, it's a nice, it's a nice, sentiment. it's a nice sentiment, but like not like universally. <laughs> Jesus, you're a downer. <laughs> Just like, I mean, you know. So what about that farmhouse? Farmhouse is doing well. Yeah, well, it's falling apart including the porch swing. And, uh, yeah, April is uh, drawing. She's very good at it. Multi-talented mm-hmm. lady. Uh, and talking about what all the different turtles are up to to cope with uh, all their loss, except for Michelangelo, who does not get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Donatello connects with Casey, and they work on a truck, and then they talk about you know who ends up marrying who on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that was funny. Um. Yeah, uh, Leonardo is in constant vigil over uh, Raphael, who they keep in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. And Michelangelo is a party dude. Well, yeah, Michelangelo just starts hanging out. And they they train a bit while uh, fucking uh, Raphael coalesces in the bathtub. And, uh, you know, basically, I think just a couple, a few, like three or four days must pass. It's not a long, long time. No. Well, and like, yeah. Casey and April get a thing going on because Casey's all pig-headed and April's kind of into it. And... Yeah, you know, it is what it is. And then, uh, and then, yeah, they um, Raph wakes like, up, right? Well, Raph wakes up. Yeah, and then they have a Kodiak moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, did you notice? Like, because one of them yells on the roof, like Splinter. Yeah, and it's Raph's voice, but that's not Raph. Like, yeah. if you look, it's actually. It's it's Michelangelo. Like you could see, that was the whole thing. Michelangelo mm. was gonna take like a dark turn and get more serious, hmm. but they cut that all that stuff out, makes which is sense. why he doesn't have anything to do in the farm. That makes sense. But he's the one that's yelling. So they they're like, well, this is still cool, but we're gonna change the voice. But yeah, yeah. if you look, it's he has nunchucks, so it's <laughs> it's not Raphael. Um, but yeah, like that was the turn, which honestly, I'm kind of, I, I kind of like that idea. Cause you could tell that Michelangelo feels the most, like, I don't know. He's like I said, he's the heart of the group yeah. in his own way. So like, yeah, you could, I could, I could see it. Um, let's see. Yeah. 
So, uh, is this where Splinter gives his backstory to, to Danny about, mm-hmm. uh, about Shredder? Yeah, it was like Master Yoshi, uh, yeah, he and, uh, good old, what's his name? I didn't write it down. You, you probably got me. What, what's Shredder's real name? Oh, uh, it starts with an O, I forgot too. <laughs> it's like, uh, you got me when I don't, didn't write it down. But yeah, they were, uh, rivals for the affections of, uh, a lady, uh, Yoshi and the lady and Splinter, uh, went off to America, but, uh, Shredder eventually followed them and killed the lady and then killed Yoshi and then, uh, Splinter, uh, ripped his, well, tra- clawed his face and then, yes. uh, Spl- Shredder cut his ear off in retaliation. Cut Splinter's ear off. Yeah. Not his own. Yeah, he didn't have a fucking Vincent Van Gogh moment. All of <laughs> just, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Here's an ear. It's a real Freddy Krueger moment. Yeah, that's how you intimidate the bitches. Cut your fingers off. Yeah, yeah. so that that'll show him. Yeah, Master Yoshi. I saw him. He went to America, and then I killed him and his wife. Revenge was mine that day. <laughs> yeah, tell that fucking rat ripped my face off. <laughs> Then I cut his ear off. Yeah. That's what I do to rats. Yeah. Their ears. <laughs> uh, anyway. Then I had to get a rabies shot. <laughs> a fucking big one. Then I had to start <laughs> then I had to start fucking sharpening the blades of my outfit. Then I was stuck in New York and my face was all clawed by a rat. And then I was like, well now what do I do? So then I thought to myself, I said, self Let's get children together to steal electronics and other petty theft. Yep. And I was like, and then I found Tatsu. Mm-hmm. And then we created <laughs> the found Tatsu. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea that Tatsu was just around. He just set out a want ad. Wanted. Stern, bald Japanese man for budding cult. Must have leadership experience. Inquire within. So how do you think you would be doing in this position? <laughs> Do you have references? <laughs> How do you feel about turtle soup? <sighs> so yeah, they uh, uh, Leonardo uh, meditates because he thought back to what Splinter says, and then he sees him. He hmm. visualizes him because they have a psychic link. Don't worry about it. And then they all gather around a fire and they meditate and they see him and they get the wisdom that they all have to you know, work as a team, mm. the true mental power of friendship. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Michelangelo's crying. Yeah. It's the only one that does. But it's like time to go back. They got to face it. Mm. They got to face the foot yeah. and stop this petty crime <laughs> once and for all. Well, I mean, really just to, you know, face the dude that uh, captured and or possibly killed their father. Yep. So they go back to... April's destroyed apartment. Oh no, they go to the sewers and they find Danny. Yeah. And uh yeah. Like, do you have any do you have anything to eat? And then they have moldy pizza and they they, salute and Yeah, they don't they don't even eat the moldy pizza. They do the duh 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 that was funny. Mm Mm-hmm. And Danny steal like takes the one of the drawings to give to to give to Shredder. Well not intentionally. Now, no, but it's what happens. Yeah. And, yeah, he sneaks away. Uh, Casey, by the way, not spending the night in the sewer because nope, cl- of claustrophobia. claustrophobic. 
Yeah. And so uh, he, he never even looked at a guy. And uh, he uh, he eventually goes and he finds the the sinister Dave and Buster's that is the Foot Clan headquarters. Because he follows Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he uh, puts on the puts on the outfit and uh, infiltrates like a good ninja. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's. That's where, oh, this is where the backstory happens, because he says, oh, you're wearing that guy's mark. It's on your headband. And he throws the headband down, and, yeah. and Shredder is like, what about, that's my headband, Danny. <laughs> Come on. Danny. You're part of the get... cult. You can't get out. Once you're in, you can never leave. This is the Hotel California. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. The foot, uh, uh, he's, Shredder's like, I will I, I will be sure to stop the turtles. I will be going personally mm-hmm. to lead the Foot Clan. So, you know, it's a five-star operation. <laughs> Once he's on so, the field, things change. He's a game changer. <laughs> so, yeah, the Foot invade the sewer, but the turtles are ready for him. Mm-hmm. And they fight him off to a route. And while this is happening, Casey rescues Splinter. Yep, with Danny's and, help. And gets bitch-slapped by Tatsu <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> repeatedly. Tatsu, Tatsu's giving him business. Then Casey, and, uh, after getting flacked too many times, finds one of the many petty crimes that the, uh, they have committed will come back to haunt them. Those golf clubs they stole from that sporting goods store. Exactly what Casey needed. Yeah, but he hits Tatsu so hard he flies back several feet. It's a good shot. It's a, a long par five yep. down the evil Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he'll never talk bad about golf again. Um, and, yeah, he's like, well, we're, we're going out of here. And Sam Rockwell uh, is just like, we we got to beat him up. We're family. That's what families do. They beat up people. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and then Casey's like, family? <laughs> and he just throws his, just like, get the fuck out of here, kid. And then they, they take, uh, Danny and uh, Casey take Splinter uh, back to the Suefus, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the foot are just routed, and they decide to just go up to the roof mm-hmm. above the sewer. So they go up the sewer, up on a fire escape, and the turtles follow, because they, they're finishers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they defeat the the foot on the on there, and Shredder fucking descends from the heavens, yes, he does. like from on high, <laughs> as a final boss should, like it's like great. with all the, gr- yeah, like it's so fucking awesome, and they're just they each kind of look like who the fuck is this? Who, who are you guy? <laughs> it's like yeah. all right, and then Leonardo rushes him down and yeah. gets slapped down, and then Raphael rushes and he gets slapped down. And then Donatello and Mikey look at each other, and they're like, rock, paper, scissors? Mm-hmm. And then they do rock, paper, scissors, and Mikey loses, yep. and he gets stopped. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> totals. Uh, oh, no. And and so they're just getting di- just totally beaten yeah, they down. Can't, they can't beat him. He's Shredder's too good. Uh, Casey then shows up. And he sees the uh, garbage truck that's there mm-hmm. and stops the foot from reinforcing Shredder yeah. by knocking over to the fire escape with the, the garbage truck. Yep. And strategically placing it there for a murder. Really? <laughs> for a guy who deserves the fucking compacted fate that he gets. Really only did petty crime. 
no, he killed Master Yoshi and his wife. So... <laughs> it's just... Casey doesn't know that. Doesn't matter. Deserved it anyway. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, uh, Splinter then uh, appears and confronts the Shredder. Well, the Shredder defeats... Okay, so the Shredder takes Leonardo down and takes his so like is going to stab him and yeah. says to the others to throw away their weapons. And then they do it. He's like, well, you, you could have rushed dummies. me down. <laughs> You're like, why'd you do that? And yeah, I would have just killed what you could have defeated me. And I would have just killed one of you. I'm so smart. I mean, to which tactical. Yeah. But and yeah. then uh splinter arrives and is like, motherfucker, I know you. I clawed your face once. And then shredders like, ah, you, you clawed my face once, and he removes his mask. I thought you were shorter. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck happened here? And, uh, yeah, so then uh, Splinter grabbed uh, the nunchuck because that landed on the uh, on the fire escape. Mm-hmm. And so Shredder just tries rushing him down and then gets yeeted off of a roof like a fucking loser. <laughs> yep, it's great. Right into the back of a garbage Backer. truck. Ah! Uh, and then, yeah, and then Casey uh, watches his speed as that thing fucking compacts the Shredder into a, into a lovely little uh, mass of goo. He's fine. He gets better. He'll, he'll be fine, yeah. He's not a murderer. He's what? I said it's not a murder because he lives. Yeah. I mean, he can survive this, but I mean, if they were to do something really egregious, like drop a pier on him, yeah, he wouldn't live. Yeah, especially after he become like super, super like Kevin Nash size. Yeah, like if he grew like two fucking feet yeah. and then had a pier dropped on him, yeah. that would be different. That's, but that's... right now, crushing him in the back of a garbage truck. He can, can walk out of that. I mean, they're going to they're gonna dump him in New Jersey anyway, so. Can, oh, that's the pain worse than death. <laughs> I mean, it's, whatever is in the water in New Jersey can allow for the resuscitation of Jason. Fucking Shredder can follow suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, that's the day is saved. Uh, Danny is reunited with his father. Yep. Returns $20 to April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, April gets uh, April gets her job back in a corner office. All kinds of All kinds of stuff. And, and uh, uh, then she kisses Casey, yep. and uh, everyone's celebrating. And then Splinter's like, "I've been a fan of Kawabunga." Yeah, because they're trying to sum up uh, their their little adventure here. And yeah, Kawa Kawabunga, I made a funny. And yeah, and yeah, that's that's their that's their movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I actually was expecting a lot worse, having not seen it oh, for yeah. a very long time. Well, it, I don't you know. It's uh, on the one hand, it was really fun to like really just sit back and watch this again after so long, and then you know, on the other hand, it's like man, like through the, like you said, through that having seen so many other stuff through the modern lens of how uh, stuff like this is made today, it is, it, yeah, it was fun, and yeah, I still say it holds up. Like, if you want a good introduction for the Turtles, really, I think this does a really good job. Yeah, this is a, a really fun movie. And like I said, my biggest problem is still just, like, they don't defeat the Shredder or learn anything. Like, I guess well, it's like kind, the father's... They, ins- they kind of learn something in terms of the father and son story, but 
the the them having a real villain. I mean, they have an antagonist. They don't necessarily have a villain. Uh, Shredder's biggest beef is probably with Splinter, out of everybody in the in the movie. They're the ones who have the real. Uh, yeah, I just wish animosity. that Shredder was better developed because yeah. he is so cool. You know, it's just it says a lot when your final villain comes out like the big bad guy and the heroes don't know who the fuck he is like it's just like like why should we care like this guy's weird look at all those spikes but i mean how uh, does he go to the bathroom without cutting his dick off (laughs) he takes the spikes off i guess or he holds it um (laughs) fucking uh no what was i gonna say well i mean in terms of the logic of the movie they don't really have a reason to know shredder no of course not i'm Um, i'm just saying like yeah i get i do get what you're saying though so it'll be interesting like it, yeah. I think it would have been better had Tatsu or Shredder been at the apartment initially to knock out Raph. Yeah. Yeah, if he was, like, actually kind of more hands-on involved than uh, than he is. Because he is sort of like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, like a Darth Vader kind of figure just looming in the background for a while. Yeah, I, I just... His, you know. I, I think that would have just been, for me, a little bit better and had the Turtles defeated the Shredder themselves. Yeah. That, I, like, to me, because ultimately I, I feel like Shredder gets kind of jobbed out. A little bit. <laughs> ultimately by a, by a, a puppet. Uh, well, puppets. I mean, they're all puppets. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's like David Bowie was also defeated by a puppet, so... Wait, no, he leave he Jennifer was... Conley out of this. Yeah, yeah he was defeated by wordplay. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, just him. Like, I get it. There's probably limitations with the splinter. Yeah. So they just threw him off. But it's just still kind of. It just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. No, I hear you. But I mean, I. All the all in all, though, I. I think this is a really yeah good introduction. Oh no, the, I I I like this. And, yeah, yeah. Like, we've yeah, definitely I, seen yeah. worse intro oh, movies. Oh yeah, I mean we have we've seen way worse modern movies, though. Yeah, and it's yeah. So this yeah, absolutely. If you're like if you've never seen it and you're interested in checking out turtle stuff, the or Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Turtle world, if you will, I'd say this is a really really solid introduction and also really good if you. We're gonna pair it with the next one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see because yeah, as a kid, laying my by my biases uh, clear, I always liked the second one more because it's more like the cartoon. Well, yeah, and that I think yeah. that's gonna be a huge. I I know I'm going to like it anyway. I'm gonna say I, this like, yeah. right out the. I I know I'm going to like it. There's gonna I. This movie would have to have a colossal edit in the middle, where, like where it'd be like, "What the fuck?" You know? Yeah, I'll be there's... eating pizza next time. I know I will be. I probably will as well. That opening scene <laughs> it makes you want like, to there... eat pizza. There is so much about that second movie, like, and I—that's I, why, because I know there's going to be people listening to this. It's just like, oh man, they're going to rip it apart with vanilla ice and all that. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> you done it. Nope. It's too, no, it's that too movie's, close. It's too close. It's it's beloved. It's, it's a cornerstone of my childhood. It, it's I, very much part of our our uh, growing up. It was it was definitely on the cycle of movies that were always watched. You know. 
even for yeah, me. Not the first one. No, and not the third one either. Though sometimes the no, third one, but it was sometimes always the, the third one. one. Huh? But always the second always one. Always yeah. the second one. Weirdly. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week and then yeah, we're going to do non-stop turtles, yep. baby. You guys it just... And that, that'll be I I'm sure this will be interesting cuz yeah, we haven't seen the Michael Bay movies. So that'll be no. fun when we get there to see what uh, I don't know, just see what that's like. Cuz I don't yeah. I never even saw trailers for them, so I have no fucking frame of reference for anything that happens. I just know they look kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, and I know some char- I know some of the characters that show up in the in the second one, but nothing, you know. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about it, so it'll be great. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, yeah, so uh, we got on the on the docket. So uh, we got basically all the way through. So we're gonna do uh, Secret of the Ooze, uh, three, three, which is not Turtles in Time, but I want to call it Turtles in Time. Yeah. Um, uh, then TMNT will be the week after that. Yep. And then the two Michael Bay movies. So mm-hmm. I've definitely seen four of those. Yeah. Uh, well, and... yeah, I haven't seen the 2007 one actually. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh, I've that... only seen the three, the original Turtle trilogy. I've never seen any of the other stuff. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, th- I think you'll. I, I think I'm you're sure in for I will. treats. <laughs> I think so, I, I honestly think I will. I mean, again, I. I do love animated movies, so I am on board. So, yeah. Uh, but until then, I'm Devin. I am Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cowabunga. Cowabunga.